Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. You know, generosity and giving, they're two things, that two words that should go hand in hand. Yet as Jesus followers, so often we don't see those things naturally flow out of us. We think what we have is ours, and we think what we have we're going to keep. Yet God blesses us not to increase our status of living, but to increase our status of giving. And that often then increases our status of living, but it's all being driven by our giving and our generosity. And why is that so important? Because if we are controlled by our stuff, it becomes our God. But if we are generous with our stuff and none of it we hold on to tightly, God can use it to do so much better. And today we partnered up with Helping Hands Charitable. They're a supporter of I Work For Him, but they're also an organization that around this nation is making a huge huge difference in helping people to maximize their giving and minimize their taxation and they do super creative stuff we got dan baker here he's hosting us here in sarasota dan baker welcome back to i work for him hey it's great to be with you guys glad we're in florida and not in the 110 degree uh, desert of california like last time Every day of the year, though, you're a financial services professional. Yes. You're, you're helping. You're in a financial advisor. How does your faith impact what you do on a day-to-day basis as you're dealing with yeah. customers? That's a great question. My, my pastor says that I'll be in front of more unsaved people than he'll ever dream of being. Of course. Yeah. So um, the key to sharing the gospel is just to get people to open up. And I've traveled the world, and I've seen how Satan attacks different nations in different ways. He attacks folks differently in India than he does in Peru than he does in Haiti. And America's number one foothold to wrecking people is financial pressure. You ask most pastors, what would they guess? It's the number one root cause of marital distress, even divorce. Mm -hmm. They'll tell you it's fighting about money. And Mm -hmm. the American Medical Association is the number one cause of high blood pressure, diabetes, heart attack, stroke, suicides, and stress. The leading cause of stress is money. So as we're going through that, you can just see emotions manifest. And I usually ask permission at the very end if I can pray with them. And sometimes it doesn't last till the very end. We have to stop and pray right then. <laughs> but they never, ever, ever say no. When, when you look at, if there's financial advisors that want to talk to you, mm-hmm. what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? They can call me. They can call you. Yes. What's your phone number? 248-343-4970. And I have a book coming out. It's going to the publishing stages right now. It's called Faith Over Finance. And it's all about how to apply biblical faith to any financial challenge. But my advice to every financial person and every business owner in general, and every person in general, is what I call making God your partner. And in every traditional partnership, the more a business profits, the more both the partners profit equally. This style favors God as the partner with the most long-term incentive for growth. So the idea is, Start with the tithe, of course, but as your income raises, so should go up the percent that you give. Take, you can take as high as 99% on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. And what you've done now is you've unleashed the Lord of Heaven's armies, and he does have armies. You know, almost every pastor preaches Malachi 3 for the giving section. And what's interesting, the most interesting thing is about Malachi 3 is also what's the most overlooked. What's most overlooked is God in the Bible is many names. He's a God, Jehovah Rapha. He's a God Almighty. He's a God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But he chooses to call himself in that passage the Lord of Heaven's army. So my 
<laughs> what is occurring to me there is that when people don't tithe and give, we all feel like there's a war going on for our finances. When you don't tithe and give, you fight those battles on your own. When you do tithe and give, the Lord of heaven's armies, those angels fight those battles for you. Mm. It took only mm. two angels to bring down Sodom and Gomorrah. It took only one to bring down the 185,000 Assyrians in the enemy camp. Those angels are powerful beings, and they battle when we tithe and give. And that's why he chose to call himself that name in that passage. Mm. Yeah, we have found that when people understand, with people in the most debt possible, the only solution is for them to start giving. Because if they don't start giving, they'll never get out of debt. Brian Yost, going back to you. City Commit. Uh, we want to hear about this. Let's just get started. Well, the premise of City Commit is, is, uh, this, is this idea to create places to belong. And so we do that through roundtables and what others might call small groups. But it's not necessarily focused in the church. It's in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. So in our present regional um, initiative, that might mean 40 to 50 locations with four or 500 meeting weekly, primarily men. Um, statistics tell us only 7% of men have best friends. That means 93% of men most likely are going to get picked off in life. And I was uh, soon to be that in my marriage 25 years ago until I let other men into my life. So my passion is is what I call to have a 2 a.m. friend when all hell breaks loose who's going to be at your door mm-hmm. in 20 minutes. Brian Yost, what did you mean by that? Well, at the deepest part of our lives, uh, we can use Maslow's hierarchy of, of need. He would say the third greatest need we have in life, all of us, would be that we would be loved and to love others, or what he would also call belonging. It's very in the DNA. Mm-hmm. But as Christ followers, we know that we have been implanted in our DNA a relationship, desire, much like the Trinity has and has demonstrated between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So it's it's more than just being in a location as much as how do you create this idea that I can belong, even though we come from different places, backgrounds, cultures, colors, and creeds, can we actually create places to do that? And what we found over the last eight years, but really the last 25 years of my own personal journey is there's actually principles that we can use um, to do that. So companies might uh, use us, um, churches, to this whole idea of we want more than just um, to be in the same location, we want to actually be connected and, and belong. That uh, half of uh, who we relate to is actually in the recovery community. So my personal ministry is to inmates and also in the recovery community. What does that mean, the recovery community? Uh, that would be the addiction cre- uh, okay. recovery, where over the last 10 years, I've had maybe 9,500 to 10,000 that has gone through some type of um, purposeful uh, acts of belonging where I yeah. either teach or create those places. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then the other half or the next 50% of what we're doing is multiplying groups in different locations, uh, primarily men, but we do have some those for women and also mixed, where um, we really emphasize biblical uh, premise without Bible studies. So we don't do studies of maybe a, 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 a given book of the Bible, but rather they're biblical principles, much like TL, uh, Transformational Leadership with Ford, Principles work if you believe in God or not. They're just kingdom principles, universal laws that we can apply. So what we do is through relationships and through the proof, uh, we find a lot of men open to the gospel. All right. So let's just stop there for a second because it's so important we understand this. Okay, because this is a faith and work radio program. And people listening are going, well, why do I care about City Commit? 
And what you just described was you're creating community and challenge and accountability for men. Why is the focus on men? Yeah, I just, I've, you know, especially when I was 37 years old, I had the privilege of also not only being a business, but then somehow in a crazy way, I became a pastor of a church, no seminary background, but I really sense the Lord saying, if you grab the man, you grab everything. If you grab the man, you grab the family. If you grab the man, you'll grab the church. And if you grab the church, you'll grab the neighborhood. And if you grab the neighborhood, you'll grab the city. If you grab the city, you'll grab the state. And if you grab a state, you can grab a nation. Now, that's not mine. That's Tony Evans. So I cheated and stole his stuff. That's okay. It's good. So I know that I can really impact marriage if I can grab the man. And that means that we don't... uh, we do it through servant leadership. We do it through mutual submission. We do it with a heart of service to our wife and our children. Um, so in the essence of it, it works in the business world. So we do topics such as uh, not only manhood, but marriage, career, vocation, parenting. And we really find that we reach men who are usually in some type of crisis stage. Uh, and that means at the late 20s to mid 40s, you're going to have some type of crisis within relationships, career, uh, things that you've never experienced where we're open to, but maybe sometimes can't find Mm -hmm. help. And so what if we created a place on your time and your schedule where we can actually do that? So we have from 6.15 a.m. in the morning um, to 7 o'clock p.m. at night, we'll have meetings um, and that can be in a business setting, even a church setting, community centers. And someone asked me the other day on Wednesday morning, what's your farthest location? I said, we're actually launching one in Atlanta. And he said, that's not your farthest one. My son started one in Manitoba, Canada. And he came to one of our groups, and, and then we uh, gave him the curriculum. And he began one two years ago with six other men. And so our dream would be, not that a name needs to apply, but the paradigm can be multiplied over and over and over. And really, that's what we, you know, over the last 50 years, for sure, men have been demasculated in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and within the church, the church uh, misrepresented where men, what, what men's roles was supposed to be. I mean, it, it, was, it was men rule over your wives. Yeah. That's not what Ephesians 5.25 was really talking about. Right. It said, husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church, blah, 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 blah. Wives, submit to your husbands. It was, the men was supposed to be, hey, love your wives. All you got to do, love them like you love the church. Right. Well, like Jesus loved a church. So when you see a transformed man, all of a sudden the whole world around him starts to be impacted. The children, his employees, his coworkers, his bosses, everybody gets impacted. Right. So we live by the paradox principle that the more I die, the more I get to live. Oh. So the paradox in life is that the more I die to myself, the greater marriage that I get to have. The more I die to the even what was Assad was saying is the more I die to the idol in our in our society would be the finances the more I die to that and not only do I tithe but I do it as a first fruit as my faith move uh, the more that God is allowed to say uh, I can bless now and so that's a dying so I can live so how are you seeing that change this community you know it's really through a narrative I wish I would say man here's the metrics but it's the stories of a wife saying, I don't know what you're doing in there because I'm not <laughs> allowed. Doing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. But it's changing him. And you can go to our website at citycommit.com and just see the videos that we have okay. of men 
from 70 to 80 years old to wives who are saying every Friday morning, I get to know that my, my husband is with other like-minded men who just want to grow because we're not perfect, but we're, we're, we have a desire to grow and the change that's happening in their marriage. Mm. So citycommit.com, citycommit.com. If somebody wants to start one in their area, yeah. how do they get it started? Can they just contact you on the website? Absolutely. They can email us, and we'll get the contact. Well, we just did that today with another location. And we just, we just want to do it in a simple and reproducible manner. So we use what's called Right Now Media. So we will give you, we're licensed, that we can give that to you. We have a simple paradigm that says uh, there is no book studies. It has to be 30 minutes or less of a video and quite frankly that's too long for me anymore i'm getting older i love 15 minute videos with three questions you never have to prepare just show up that's our paradigm mm. citycommit.com citycommit.com gentlemen i want to i, I want to ask you this question and so you got a minute to answer this question Assad farage you know uh, mercy me has this great song dear younger me what would what would you wish that your younger you knew from what you know today the Lord says to trust him with all your heart, lean not on your understanding. And most of us can, we love that scripture, we, we know the scripture, but we don't really honor that scripture by its deepest meaning. So we always want to just push the limits and not give him all of our heart, all of our finances, all of our trust, all of our soul, our mind, our strength. So I would just say trust him at his word. If you trust him at his word, all will go well. I wish I would have done more of that years ago. But it's impossible to trust him at his word if you don't know what his word says. So you've got to read that word so you can learn to trust him at the word. Asad Farage, thank you so much. Uh, go ahead, Brian Yost. Dear younger you, what would you say? Oh, I, I would say it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And I think early on in my life, I achieved what the world said I should achieve by 25. Uh, and then you get on the, uh, on the mountaintop and realize you're on the wrong mountain. Make sure you check them out online, hhcharitable.org, hhcharitable.org. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work for for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at iworkforhim.com. Stay connected and receive power-packed content when you sign up for our blog at iworkforhim.com or follow us on social media at iworkforhim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at iworkforhim and online iworkforhim.com.